Cassie Chambers, rather, of the South African Depression and Anxiety Group, joins us for more on this. Thanks for speaking to us this morning, Cassie. Good morning. Now, Cassie, what are some of the contributing factors to the increase in suicides during the festive season? Well, one myth that I just wanted to bust um, with regards to suicides over the festive season is that there isn't necessarily an increase. We find the same amount of suicides occurring throughout the year. The reasons, however, are very different. So over the festive season, what we find is that some of the, the key contributing factors is definitely depression. Undiagnosed or untreated depression is the leading factor in causing suicide. So that's a major problem for many South Africans who don't get treatment. But also over the festive season, a lot of loneliness, where you don't have family over the festive season or the holidays, you don't have friends, maybe there's been a relationship breakup. We also find that grief is very difficult over the festive season, especially on Christmas, where this could be the first anniversary without a loved one, or it's the 10th anniversary and you just can't see another Christmas by yourself. I think those are some of the key factors, but financial issues can also come up during the festive season where you find yourself in a lot of debt and you don't have as much money as you did and now you're finding that that you have financial problems. Mm. And uh, just looking at the new age this morning, um, on the front page there, teenage suicide on the increase. Now, what is contributing to young people, young adults, actually committing suicide more often? Well, what we know with young adults and especially adolescents is that they're the most at-risk age group more because they're a bit more spontaneous, they're more impulsive. So when they have a lot of things that have gone wrong, for example, relationships are a very key contributing factor for teenagers. Whether it be relationships with parents, relationships with friends, a boyfriend or girlfriend, if there's any breakdown or problems within it, it can be a contributing factor. Also, depression, again, is one of the leading contributing factors to suicide in young people. Learning difficulties at school, bullying, a grief, chronic illness, all of these factors come together where the individual feels so overwhelmed that the only way to end their problems is to end their life. They see suicide as a permanent solution to a temporary problem, and I think it becomes incredibly difficult. When we look at the stats in South Africa, it's one in five youth have attempted suicide where they needed medical treatment. Now, that's a large amount of teenagers who feel so helpless and so hopeless that suicide is the only way to end their problems. When you're looking at 9.5% of all teen deaths are due to suicide, it is a major problem for us. Mm. The the incidence in uh, the increase of uh, drug abuse, has that contributed to this at all? I think when you're looking at the causes of why teenagers use drug abuse, whether it be peer pressure or they want to escape from their problems, it can definitely be a contributing factor. Alcohol is a depressant. So you might have that high, you might feel great, but then the next day you feel really bad and very low. And that could also be a big contributing factor, and especially over the holidays. We find this both with youth and with adults, that we tend to, at parties, have lots of alcohol. It's always fun and festive, but it actually makes us lower mood, where we feel more depressed. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, and they don't tie the two together. So the next day, when you feel very, very depressed, and it's a week later, it could trigger episodes. Now, if someone, you know, finds themselves in an extremely stressful situation, what can they possibly do to avoid getting to that point of suicide? I think the most important thing is to talk about it, to realize that something is not right with you, something is not coping, 
and that you need to get help. You can't fix it by yourself, and the loved one can't fix it either, but it's important that you talk, reach out and open up. If you don't feel comfortable to talk to a loved one or a friend or you don't have your own doctor, pick up the phone and speak to a counsellor at SADAG. We're going to be open throughout the festive season. Even on Christmas Day and New Year's Day, there's always going to be a counsellor available just to offer support, and we can give you free telephonic counselling and referrals to resources in your area, whether you need to go to a support group or a doctor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, whether you need legal advice or a shelter. We have all these resources available to give to you to help you. I think so often people feel so overwhelmed by their problems that they feel like there's no solution, that there's no hope. And what we want to let them know is that there is hope. There is always help available. It's just literally a phone call away. Tracy, could you kindly just uh, give us your organization's helpline contact details then? Fantastic. Our 24-hour helpline is 0800 12 13 14. I'll say it again, 0800 12 13 14. You can also SMS us on 31393 and we will call you back. Or you can visit our website where we have loads of information at www.sadag.org.